Welcome everyone to the Facts Are Facts podcast. Today is June 28th, which means we are two days away from NBA free agency. And this morning, Stephen A. Smith decided to drop a bomb on ESPN that said Kawhi Leonard is interested in signing with the Lakers. Now, let's all take a deep breath for a second, okay? I'm as much a Lakers fan as anyone I have been for my entire life, but I am not a delirious person when it comes to basketball and being a fan. I look at it from a logical standpoint and look at the facts and then assess the situation. And that's what this is. Kawhi Leonard, in my opinion, is absolutely possible to sign with the Lakers. Is it going to happen? I would say it's a really, really, really long shot. I mean, we're looking at like 5% here. The only way that I see Kawhi signing with the Lakers, the only way, is if LeBron and AD are in the meeting and they basically pitch it to him saying, hey, listen, we're going to help. We're, we're all going to win another one together. Like, that's how we're going to do this. There's not going to be a first, second, third wheel. The media is going to be the media, but we're all going to be in this together. We're not going to be, this is my team, this is your team. It's going to be, hey, listen, we're all here to help each other win. You're going to play with two superstars. Literally, LeBron is still a superstar. He might not play defense, but he's still a superstar. He's had the longest break in the history of his career in the NBA by not making the playoffs. The last time he not didn't make the playoffs, I think, was his rookie year. So... <laughs> He's had a long break. Anthony Davis is coming off of an injury and an extended break. If they're not all completely fresh for next year, and even the Lakers could say, hey, listen, we know you're coming off of an injury. We can help you with that injury. Take the load off by basically saying that LeBron and AD are going to carry this team for a while until you're right. I mean, literally, you put LeBron and AD out there with Kuzma, and you have yourself a pretty good starting five no matter who the other two guys are if Kawhi is taking a little bit of time to recover. Now, the problem with the roster is you literally will have zero bench. You're going to go get D-League guys and league minimum guys. I heard TJ McConnell throwing them around, which, by the way, TJ McConnell is not a bad distributor. He can get the ball to where the ball needs to go. People people want to downplay him because he's not Kemba Walker or, as a free agent or Kyrie Irving or one of these other elite point guards. But let's be real here. He's not a bad player. He might not be the best shooter, okay? But he's not a bad player. He's not a bad point guard, all right? Uh, he kind of reminds me of Matthew Delvadova, but maybe a little bit better of a passer and a little bit better of a shooter. That's basically what he reminds me of. Um, he's got that tenacity like that 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 Delvadova had when he was playing with LeBron. So I don't think that would be a terrible fit, honestly, especially if you put him around the other four guys, because they're all going to be fantastic this year. Um I think Kuzma is going to take another step, especially being around elite players like LeBron. And if Kawhi goes there, Kawhi, uh, I think Anthony Davis is going to learn what it's like to play with an elite, two other elite players that know how to win championships. So is there benefits to Kawhi signing with the Lakers? Yes. Do I think he's going to sign with the Lakers? Absolutely not. Uh, and this is coming from a Lakers fan. I'm just not delirious to that fact. He didn't grow up a Lakers fan. Uh that's what the that's what the reporting is, which who knows what to believe when it comes to Kawhi Leonard. He never says anything to anybody. I'm pretty sure the only one who knows anything about Kawhi Leonard is his uncle. Everybody else, all they know about Kawhi Leonard is that he likes playing basketball. 
literally that's all he ever says. I like playing basketball. I just want to play basketball. I just want to focus on what's in front of me and that's playing basketball. Like that's it. His kid and that and basketball, like his family and basketball are the only two things that are really that important to him. The bright lights and all that other garbage, that's not important to him. I mean, you could say it is, but let's be real. Like wherever he goes, he's going to have a spotlight. He's just that good. He just won his second finals MVP. So, uh, man, and I was talking about Jimmy Butler, by the way, a week ago, and now all of a sudden ESPN has blown up in the last three days. Like, oh, wow, well, Jimmy Butler might go to the... I'm like, listen, Jimmy Butler has been one of the biggest pieces of free agency. Yes, the Philadelphia 76ers want him back. No, they don't want to go that much into the luxury tax to get him back, to get back J.J. Redick. Oh, and by the way, they're going to have to sign Ben Simmons next year and the year after that, Joel Embiid. They're all going to want max deals, FYI. So, and don't forget Tobias Harris, who is a really nice piece now. He used to not be, but he ever since he was this year, he's turned into a great piece. He cannot be the focal point of a team, but he could be the third best player on a championship team easily. He can't be the second best player on a championship team unless Kawhi is the first, I guess. But yeah, I mean, the 76ers are in a bit of a pickle here to sign Jimmy Butler. I, I think he was the guy that took over the games for them in the playoffs. And I'm pretty sure that the, I mean, listen, that's just, that's just the facts, man. I mean, he, he led that team in the playoffs. When Ben Simmons couldn't shoot, and yes, Ben Simmons had nice games. So don't go, well, Ben Simmons had 30 points in a game. I get that. He had nice games. But the consistent player for the entire playoffs on both ends of the floor was Jimmy Butler. Joel Embiid disappeared for games. Well, he was sick and he was hurt. And he was, uh, Kobe played with a broken finger on his shooting hand for an entire year and won a championship. Don't give me the, well, he was sick and no, 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 I mean, Kobe and Jordan both had their flu games. Other players have had their flu games. Okay. So I, I, I understand sickness. I'm not a professional athlete. I wouldn't play with the flu because I'm not getting paid millions of dollars and I'm not in the playoffs. If I was, I mean, I would like to think that I would, especially if if I have a chance at a championship. The 76ers last year were a fantastic basketball team. They couldn't get over that hump, but they had it set up for them to win, man. They had the stars, they had superstars, they had guys that could play roles like J.J. Redick, 3 and D guy. You just, you had a lot of things going for you. You had the superstar on the wing and Jimmy Butler, you had the big guy down below in uh, Joel Embiid, you just for them to choke against the Raptors and let Kawhi Leonard beat them, and and that team beat them. It's just what a letdown, you know. So this was their year to win it, in my opinion, because if they, I don't think they'll run it back, I don't think they'll pay the money to run it back. Now, does that mean they won't? All these questions are like, well, obviously they could. Do I think they will? No. Does it look like they will? No. Because they're not going to have the money to pay all these guys. It's the same thing with Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson. They're not going to have the money to give Steph a $40 million contract every year and then KD a $40 million contract every year. And oh, by the way, Clay's going to want 37 every year, which they're going to give him the money on Sunday, even though I think they just reported it that, oh, by the way, now they're going to offer Clay the max deal on Sunday. Of course they're going to give Clay Thompson the max deal. Like, that was never even an option that they weren't going to give him the max deal. They were always going to pay Clay Thompson. 
He's had 37 points in a quarter for them, and he is Mr. Game 6 for them. Whether Steph is there or not, he has Mr. Game 6 for them against Houston twice, against the Oklahoma City Thunder when they still had Kevin Durant. Like, he is the big game guy for them. I know Curry shows up sometimes, like, for those big games. He had that really, really big game uh two or three in the finals when he was basically I think it was game three when he was playing by himself basically Thompson was out I think it was game three and he had like 45 points or something like yes I get that when you're the focal point of the offense all of a sudden they put up big numbers kind of like James Harden surprise surprise when you have the ball 95% of the time you're probably going to put up some numbers all right so I find it more impressive when guys don't have an entire offense built around them and they put up big numbers Rather than guys who literally it's pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll for you the entire game so that you can either A, score, or B, get an assist. And then, wow, they put up 36 and 10 or every game. I'm like, yeah, he shoots it half the time. And then when he doesn't shoot it half the time, he's getting coming off of a screen and passing it to a wide open guy. Like, he's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the entire system is built for him. You know, like... It's like Steve Nash when he was playing in in Phoenix. The system is built to put up big numbers. The system is not built to win championships. That's a fact of life with D'Antoni's systems. They are built to put up big numbers. They are not built to win championships. And that's why he's never been able to get out of the playoffs and win, you know? Like, he's always struggled in the playoffs because he's not that coach. He's not the attention-to-detail coach on defense. Jalen Rose has talked about this when they were playing the Spurs in the playoffs. I mean, his story was basically, hey, aren't we going to scout the Spurs when they had that fantastic team? I think they were the one seed. And he's like, aren't we going to focus on, you know, how to guard these guys and what we're going to do defensively? And literally what Jalen said was D'Antoni looked at him and said, no, we're going to focus on what we do offensively and then we'll figure it out defensively. It's like, that's not what the Spurs do. The Spurs take away your best option. Oh, if your best option is is it's very much the Patriots. You know, like, okay, well, your best option is pretty good. Okay, well, then we're going to focus on taking that away. And then we're going to try and take away your second option as well. And if we can't take away those both, we're going to really focus on how to minimize the effectiveness of your first and second options. That's literally what the Patriots do. They go, okay, well, you're really good at throwing the ball. All right, we're going to take figure out how to take away throwing the ball. And then we're going to make you a running team. And, oh, you're really good at running because you have a great offensive line? All right, we're going to figure out how to minimize that effectiveness. And then we're going to come at you offensively. Like, that's what they do. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see <clears> – <throat> I see a lot of – changes happening in this free agency right i i don't think you can deny it that this is the year where everybody stays pat i just i don't see it happening is it possible absolutely i think the the thing that might happen though is butler stays i think that would be the one thing that i could see happening but man would that be interesting to see what happens over the next two years with the 76ers and their payroll i think if you keep butler i think you lose jj reddick what's let's be honest he is the reason that joel Embiid is better because and ben simmons because he has to have someone attached at his hip at all times because he's such a good shooter so i think you lose jj reddick which he's gonna go and sign somewhere else which will be very interesting so there's going to be some shakeups. Kawhi, I don't see Kawhi staying in Toronto. Do I want him to stay? Sure, sure, sure. I want him to run it back. I mean, Marcus All just resigned uh, or picked up his extension. I think it was he picked up an extension maybe with him. 
um, you know, you're probably going to sign Danny Green again and Kawhi Leonard, and all of a sudden, look at that, you got a team. Now, I think Toronto kind of slips into oblivion if Kawhi doesn't stay because I think he proved that he's the best player in the NBA, and if he didn't prove that to you, well, then what the heck are you watching? Um, he was playing hurt for the last two and a half rounds. He got hurt in the Philly series and then played the last two and a half rounds hurt. Nobody says anything about it. And he still was able to dominate. So I don't know. I'm just not sure what you're watching if, if, if you're thinking that people are better than him. I mean, Kevin Durant, you can't say Kevin Durant's the best player anymore because you don't know how he's going to be when he gets back with the Achilles. LeBron doesn't play defense at all. Um, you know, I could see you saying Steph Curry, I guess, but Steph Curry defensively isn't effective, but he's so good offensively, sure. Um, but, you know, it came down to Kawhi versus, let's let's be honest, this, this championship when they're like, well, you know, the Warriors were without all these players. It was Kawhi Leonard versus Steph Curry, and Kawhi Leonard won. And if you want to say, well, you know, everybody keeps telling me how good Draymond Green is, but yet they had Draymond Green for the entire series, and then everybody's like, well, Steph Curry was out there by himself. You can't have it both ways. You can't be like, well, Steph is doing it by himself. And then two weeks later, be like, you know, Draymond Green is a really good basketball player. You can't do that. You got to say, listen, either you have Draymond Green and Steph Curry or, you know, you don't have or Draymond Green's not that good of a basketball player. But you can't say you can't make excuses for that. Like, well, you know, they had a hobbled this and a hobbled that. It's like you still technically, if you want to go off of it, had two of the best three players in the finals. I mean, certainly two of the most three experienced players in the finals. Absolutely. Kawhi's easily the best player in the finals. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I see some big mix-ups, some big change-ups for sure. I think uh, Kevin Durant's gone. I think Kawhi Leonard's going to be gone. I don't know where he goes. I think he goes to the Clippers. I hope he stays with the Raptors. I don't know. I mean, as a Lakers fan, obviously, I really want him to, like, my heart of hearts wants him to go to the Lakers, but let's be honest, I'm not going to hope for that because that would get my hopes up until it actually happens. It's like the LeBron to the Heat thing. Until it actually happens, nobody can convince me that it's going to happen. Until Kawhi comes out or somebody from his camp says, hey, listen, we're going to the Lakers, it's like LeBron coming to the Lakers. I kind of believed it, but it was like, I'm not going to really believe it until it actually happens. So when it comes to something that's like my own team getting better, I, I, I just, I'm not going to believe it until it happens. And people will say, well, Anthony Davis went to the Lakers. I'm like, yes, but he didn't go there in free agency. He got traded there. Would he have gone there in free agency? Sure, maybe. Like, you don't know that for a fact. I mean, his camp kept saying that and Rich Paul is his agent. So yeah, sure. But the difference is Rich Paul isn't the agent for Kawhi Leonard. And let's be honest. Kawhi Leonard's uncle is the one that really wanted Kawhi out of San Antonio. He's really the one that kind of set that whole thing in motion. Um, you know, if you actually pay attention to the story, he's the guy that was behind the scenes working everything, like kind of like Rich Paul, actually. Funny enough. Which, if you don't know who Rich Paul is, he's the agent for LeBron James and for Anthony Davis and for a few other stars in the NBA. But <clears throat> anyways, I digress from all of that. I mean, listen, the fact is, if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, it's a wrap. You might as well, like, if there's no injuries, it's a wrap for the championship. You have the three of the top five players in the NBA, 
top six players. I guess LeBron in my mind is number six because I would put Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard. I guess KD is out of the top six now, top five, because, well, I don't know how good he is. So this coming year, I would say the top five players in the NBA in no order are Kawhi, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Giannis, and then maybe Curry. I mean, listen, I would still I would still put Paul George up there somewhere and people are like, Paul George, get the heck. He just had an MVP type year. All right. When he was healthy with the Pacers, he took a bad Pacers team or a not very good Pacers team and took the Miami Heat, who had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh and LeBron to six and seven games in series. Like people underestimate how good Paul George is. He was hurt with a shoulder injury in the playoffs. And yes, I rip him for not being able to get out of the first round of the playoffs in another podcast. But the fact is when he's healthy, he's a pretty darn good basketball player. He's a top six player in the NBA in my mind, right? Like he can affect the game on both ends of the floor, which is what, in my opinion, is what makes your top players different than your not top five or six players. Okay, LeBron can affect the game offensively in a big way. And when he wants to play defense, sure, he could do it defensively, right? I mean, Anthony Davis can do it both ends of the floor. Kawhi Leonard does it both ends of the floor. Kevin Durant, which is why I had him on there, does it at both ends of the floor. And Giannis does it at both ends of the floor. So those are big ones for me. But um, anyways, I've been going on and on. I'm going to cut it there. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you listening. Go women's national team. They're playing France today. I hope they win. I'll be watching every second of the game. My wife doesn't really enjoy that because we're supposed to be hanging out with the boys today. But I really want to watch this game. It's a big time game. And I love the World Cup. So men's or women's. So go, go USA. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to the Facts Facts podcast. My name is Jared Kaiser and I will catch you next time.